Hello, everybody, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. This is episode 26, and Will, guess what that means? What is that? We are half a year old. Oh, we are. Last week we were a quarter of a century old. Now we're half a year old. Yeah, we went backwards. Yeah, we went back in time. (sighs) That's okay. We're we're time-traveling wizards. Like Pistola, he's the wizard. Okay, that's I'm done with this rambling. This is episode 26 for the week of June 26th, 2018. My name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire, and this week I'm joined by the classy-looking Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you today? <laughs> I'm doing good. I will probably be classy-looking because I come from work, with, which I have to dress up at. Yeah. So, yeah. Almost wore my rec jersey today. Oh, you should have. For things that we're going to be talking about later on in the show. And guess what, Will? What's that? I have a surprise for you. You said that a little earlier. I did, but not during the recording. No, and I'm... it's coming on later in the show as well. I'm a little worried. I'm fucking stoked. Will, what do we always start the show off with? Rostermania! As you know, it's Rostermania. Do I know, though? It's, it's always been roster mania. I do know. I'm just giving you shit. Go for it, Will. All right. So here we go. Latin America, Berserker Esports, Noble, I Led, Skyler, Nasty Bullet, and Atso. We have Technology, which is Desecrate's Nugget. BMX Carlos Bang Gambino. He's back, baby. He's back. Um, and Magic Buttons. We also have Against the Wind, which is El Dude, Legend God, Snipe Drone, and... Heath, with the yeah. E at the end. Now, this is not to be confused. I think it's Snipe Drawn. Drawn. I don't know if it's because Snipe Drone Snipe is Drone. an EU player, yeah. right? So it could be the same. It's not the same spelling of a gamer tank, but it could be the same pronunciation. I just don't know. Yeah. But it's not the same person, yeah. obviously. Thanks for the clarification. No problem. All right. Now we have Australia, New Zealand. We have a team called Easy Trip, which is Pip Bronze. Sure. Slays or Slazy. I like this. I hope it's Slazy, but I think it's Slaze. It's Colt San and Berserk. We also have Please Not Easy Trip First Round, which <laughs> they didn't want to get first rounded by Easy Trip. All right, that's actually the name of the team that was in this 2K that happened over the weekend. With with that, we have Young Wilcox, Alex Sin- Sinistra. Yep, Flex Reigns. There's, there's those four. And we had more Mortal Gaming, which was Mortal Reaper, Inferno, Kill Switch, and Reaver. And we had Reload Esports, which was Di- Didact, Mark Frazier, Blade, and Dynamic. How did you say the first one there? Didact. 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 That is the main villain in Halo 4, who you will meet eventually when you get to that game. But okay. know that that is what that is. All right. All right. A little lore for you. There we go. You're welcome. Moving on to EU. <laughs> he misses the back smack. Consists of two foxy, two foxy SLG, Kimbo, and respectful. We then had Chalk's 2K team, which is Tizoctic, Snipe Drone. There he is. Yep. Moe's and Quad. Then we had Pete is Tan. Okay, which is Havoc, Morga, Batchford, and Speed. We then had Pirates, which was Shadyzer, Shade, Shadyzer, what? Okay, uh, Shabby Dra- Dagger, 
Still a poke. I don't even know. What are these gamer tags? You know, you were doing pretty well, and I was waiting, and I'm like, there's going to be one that just gets them hung up, and I don't know what the fuck it's going to be. And then that so one pops up. Sick old sickle capote. Sure. Cristola. <laughs> we then had Invalid, which was Crossman, Elite Vortex, MC versus Arbiter, and here's to now. Mocket Esports, which was Outcast, Stu Warlord, Looney, and Squashy. We then had Express Yourself, which was Ramnitas, Ramnitas, sure, Jimbo, Riots, and Lunny. We then had Final Stage, which was Mata, Zumus, Nova, and Kronos. Why? Why or oh, why with the gamer tags, people? <laughs> this is probably my favorite segment. Just to hear, hear me struggle. Yeah, because we finally we've talked about this weeks ago, where when we finally had a shit ton of rosters to talk about, you know? Yeah. And like when Pro Battle League first started up, we had all those rosters to talk about. Now we have all these new ones that are coming in the fold for these two Ks. I love just hearing you struggle. It's great. Thanks. No uh, problem. All right. Next, North America. Straight Rippin has announced their team. Um, which is, it's going to be Nemesis, Dastroid, Ace, and Straight Sick. There's a tweet, link will be provided in the show notes if you want to look at that. And we also had um, three old men and a moose. <laughs> Great. Ryan Noob, Rain, Musa, and Shooter. They should have been called three old men and a Musa. Ah. See, that's what they should have called themselves. You, you done fucked up, Ryan Noob. Hey. All right? I'm going to give you a shout out later on in the show, so don't take that as ill will because I appreciate what you do. But just know you should have named your team differently. And that's going to that's gonna do it for Roster Mania this week. But you know what that's not going to do it for, Will? What's that? Will's Adventures Within the Haloverse. Yeah. So Halo 3. We're on to Halo 3. I played three missions, which were Sierra 117, Crow's Nest, and... Savo Highway, which was um, interesting. To Savo Highway. To Savo. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure like, that's how it's like, pronounced. So the TS, like in Tsunami, I just assumed oh, it was silent. Or it's Savo Highway. Savo Highway. Eh? 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 Maybe? I think it's Savo Highway. Or to Savo. To Savo. Anyway. Regardless, what do you think so far of the best Halo game? <laughs> You might get some uh, backlash for that. I'm going to get a shit ton of backlash but for it. it is... It's fast-paced. I like it. It's faster-paced. Yeah. Um, I liked the... So the mission, you're on the Warthog on whatever highway, however you say it. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna the, that it, highway. That highway, however yeah. you say it. That was a really fun mission. Cruising around, shooting shit. Um, the ending where you get to the... Um, the final barricade where there's just a shit ton of enemies and you got to yeah. get through and disable it. I got hung up there for a little bit, but it was fun and um, I liked it a lot. Good. I, I have to say it is my favorite so far out of the first three missions. So it I, just flows so much better. And I think that's it. it. It really does just flow together. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I was surprised to see that that was actually the first three missions. It went by really quick. I yep. Hit, that campaign's very quick. I hit part-time on the second mission, which nice. I, was, I was surprised because usually yeah. I, uh, I'm a little bit slower at this this is halo 3 is considered to be the easiest halo and the fastest can't like the 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 shortest campaign okay like halo 3 is easy sure it just genuinely is and that's not why i enjoy it but know that you shouldn't be struggling as much this game should go by a lot quicker for you yeah sounds good what do you think of the story so far um 
there's not much more to it other than what is it? Truth on earth. Yeah. Is it truth? Yeah. Yep. You already killed the prophet of mercy and the prophet of regret. Yeah, because they well didn't regret. Uh, he was being eaten by a flood, right? And the end of two. Yeah. Yeah. But he's like, he's, he's, he's he's gone. He gone. He gone. That was pretty badass. Yeah. Truth was just like, oh, fuck you, dude. I'm out. If you think that's badass, just wait. Just wait. Wait till you play my favorite mission in three. Okay. Yep. You'll know. You'll know what it is. And you know what the funniest part is? Because after that mission is the worst mission. I didn't even say that last week. Oh, great. Yeah. will be like, oh, this is awesome. Ah, fuck this. Yep. If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty fucking sure that my favorite mission right after that is the worst mission in that game. All right. Yeah. I'm excited for you to experience it. The game's fucking great. They're all fucking great. And you know what? I'm going to take a step back here for a second. Okay? Listeners of the show, I'm about to profess some love for Halo Reach. Something... Yeah, something that I have never done. Well, more than likely have never done. Besides, like I said, when they released the pro playlists... In Halo Reach, that multiplayer was amazing. They got rid of the bloom. They got rid of the armor abilities. They, I mean, they made armor abilities a more constant. So yeah, when they introduced those things, I love the multiplayer in that game. It was great. Okay. But the thing that I don't really talk about, I really, really love the visual style of Reach. I think that game just looks really good. So there you go. I give Reach some love. You're welcome. Don't don't everybody thank me at once here. <laughs> <laughs> and I I have yet to play Reach because I didn't start with it, which I should have. So yeah, I've heard. It's okay though. Yeah, you'll, you'll get there. Yeah, you'll get there. And when you do, I hope that you have a better opinion about it than I do. All right. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we will see. Anything else you want to talk about with Halo Three before we move on? Let's get into some news. Let's do it up. First and foremost, if you guys aren't signed up for the Halo Legendary crate already, you fucking should be. And uh, speaking of Reach, the next Halo loot crate has been announced and it features Carter from Halo Reach. So uh, there you go. Live it up. Next news story, the Halo 3 Classic Throwback Playlist is back within Halo 5. I've been playing a little bit of it. I'm enjoying it still. I have a great time. I still think it fucking moves incredibly slow, which is annoying. But that's Halo 3 in a nutshell. And we'll talk about that later in another segment. Next news story. We have the MCC Insider Flight 2 recap. This was posted by Sketch over on HaloWaypoint.com on June 21st, 2018. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Instead... One very important piece of information that I am going to state right now. Will. That is. And I quote. And I quote. Exact details for flight number three are still being finalized, but the current target plan is that the next flight will essentially include the entirety of MCC and be open to everyone in the MCC Insider Program to participate. We know many of you have been eagerly awaiting your chance to get hands-on, and we're happy to confirm that your time is nearly here. We'll have more details as soon as things are locked, but rest assured that we are looking to go much bigger in scope and participation for round three and beyond. Therefore, if you are signed up to the program, you'll more than likely be included in test flight number three 
and moving forward. Will, that means you two. Finally. And that means that we're going to be playing together. And who knows, maybe we'll have another community play date alongside MCC test flight number three. We'll have to see what dates. Yeah, we'll have to see. Obviously, life and schedules and whatnot. But yeah, I'd be down. Hell yeah. So keep that in your brains, I guess you could say. The next news story is the community update posted by Grim Brother one on June 21st, 2018 over at HaloWaypoint.com. Title of the article is To Infinite and Beyond. Toy Story reference. He posted on Twitter that he's been waiting a very long time to use that. So, I mean, good for him, I guess. It's pretty fucking cool. Um, there's not a ton I want to talk about within this article, but... I do want to hit on the July and August, uh, July, August, 2018 arena season. So next Thursday, in other words, this Thursday, June 28th, the Halo 5, July, August, 2018 arena season arrives, bringing with it a fierce freshening up of the multiplayer matchmaking scene. One of the biggest things players will notice first is the introduction of the core play playlist, which brings the old team arena experience to halo 5 social matchmaking to start out core play will be observed for performance and popularity before deciding on potential uh, permanence so make sure you jump in and try it next week to see if you like it and to try and make it as clear as we can the team arena designation will remain in ranked play and will become the new home for hcs maps modes and settings in addition the july and august arena season will see triple team enter the rotational fray and warzone turbo We'll roll through the season's opening weekend. Plenty of crazy stuff uh, to keep players busy. So the HCS playlist that currently exists is going to be absorbed into the Team Arena playlist starting next season on Thursday. That's really the big takeaway for the esports enthusiasts out there. Okay, so hopefully that will then mean bigger population numbers so more people will be matched up against more people. I'm, I'm curious because I'm ranked in the HCS playlist, but not in Team Arena. Am I going to have to replay my placement matches? Yeah, because of the new season. Oh, it's a whole new season coming. Yeah. Got it. Never mind. So there you go. Moving forward. Moving forward. Um, We had the Halo Wars 2 community invitational tournaments happen over the weekend. We're going to talk about the results more later on, but know that there's some information about that in the article as well. And I guess the last thing to hit on real quick is that um, Halo Bad Blood, the new book, releases... Tomorrow. In other words, the day the show releases on Tuesday. So today, the, the 26th. There you go. Yeah. T- today? Right. We, re- we record this on a Monday, but it releases for uh, your listening pleasure on Tuesday. So it is today, the episode for the week of the 26th. Sure. There you go. The 26th. And last but not least, the final news story of the week. This is posted by official HCS. On June 19th, 2018, online format and dates have been officially released for the HCS 2018 season, and I am going to read this article. And I quote, A few weeks ago, we shared the first details on the upcoming 2018 season of the Halo Championship series. You can catch that article included in the link below. Today, we'll be sharing more information about each event, including formats and roster deadlines, online tournament information, and more. Let's get right into it. Format Overview The HCS 2018 season format will closely resemble the Halo World Championship 2018 season in that players around the world will compete in a points-based system. The better a team places in online tournaments and LAN events, the more points they accrue. 
The team with the most points for each event will qualify for group play, which also comes with the added benefit of travel and hotel coverage. As always, at the end of the season, points will only get you so far, however, as the winner of the finals tournament will be the season champion. Online play. Like last season, teams will compete in online ladders and weekly online tournaments on MLG's game battles in an effort to not only pick up some prize earnings, but also seeding points that will determine where the teams start in each tournament. Online ladders in North America, Latin America, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, and Europe will open up on June 21st, so we already this already took place. Um, online tournaments will continue each Saturday leading up to New Orleans, where teams will gather as many points as possible to get the highest seed entering the first event of the season. In terms of regional support, there is one change coming from last season. After much deliberation, we've made the difficult decision to exclude the South America subregion, which stood within the, the larger Latin America region due to lower-than-expected participation. The South American Halo players are passionate and competitive, and so we'll be looking at ways to support grassroots activities as a way to help build up that region, and others as well. Seeding for the first 2K this weekend will be based on all the points players have collected last season from the Halo World Championship Orlando, online 2Ks, and online ladders to ensure the first tournament is as competitively balanced as possible. In order to seed the bracket appropriately, registration with close... Registration... Okay... There's a typo in this article, but regardless, registration will close earlier than normal for just this first 2K, so teams must complete registration by Thursday at 11.59pm EDT. Players can register for free at the links that they provide in the article. Online tournament schedule. June 23rd and 24th, which already took place. We'll talk about the results later. June 30th and July 1st. Semifinals and finals played live and broadcasted on July 3rd. That's exciting. July 7th and 8th, July 21st and 22nd, July 28th and 29th, with the semifinals and finals played live and broadcasted on July 31st. So they're playing them on the 28th and 29th, but a, a professional broadcast will be put out on the 31st. That's what it sounds like. I don't know for fucking certain, though. It seems so, weird that they're doing that. Maybe they're just gathering, like, they'll um, record their um, spectating view, and then they'll put live commentary over the top and broadcast it. That's what I'm assuming is going to happen there. Yeah, it's, that's quite possible. It's a weird thing. July 31st is on a Tuesday. Hmm. We'll have to pay attention to that further yep. and see what happens. August 18th and 29th. August 25th and 26th, September 1st and 2nd, September 8th and 9th, October 6th and 7th, with semifinals and finals being played live and broadcast on October 9th, October 13th and 14th, October 20th and 21st, October 27th and 28th, with the semifinals and finals played live and broadcast on October 30th. Finally, November 3rd, 4th, and November 10th and 11th. Oh, you know what this sounds like to me? They're getting to the semifinals and stopping. Yes, and then playing. that's exactly what it yep. is. After we, after you kept saying it, I'm like, oh, wait. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so they're going to stop at the semifinals, and then the semifinals and finals are going to be played and broadcasted on a different day. So there you go. Great. More fucking... Wait, wait a fucking second. That sucks. How the fuck is that going to work for our show? We're not going to have results. We're not. What the hell, guys? They messed up. Well... Nobody messed up. Nobody it's messed just, up. They, they, they don't pay attention. They changed their format. So yeah, then. they did. That sucks. That's oh, okay, because well. we can announce the results up to that and then hype up the finals for that night. 
that the um that that match airs definitely could and definitely will yeah yes there's gonna be so much fucking hype it can't be contained the hype train rolling oh my god Online tournament broadcasts. This season will also be broadcasting final 2K matches live from the MLG studios in New York City. For certain tournaments, play will stop before the semifinals and will instead be played on live on broadcast. If we would have just, we just talked about. <laughs> Following the 2K finals, we'll also be broadcasting show matches with a more fun and unique twist. Again, the broadcast dates are July 3rd, July 31st, October 9th, and October 30th. As always, you can catch the action live on Mixer.com slash Halo, Twitch.tv slash Halo, and MLG.com slash Halo. Free rec pack? Is that the is that the unique twist that they're adding? <laughs> or fucking rec packs for the 2Ks? Have you... be dope as shit. Have you ever been on a, in a LAN tournament stream and you just like see the chat flooded with free rec pack, rec pack, rec pack, rec pack code? Yeah. Like, I see it all the time. Oh, no, oh. trust me. It's going to happen when... um. When NOLA happens, it's going to be all over. Speaking of NOLA. Speaking of NOLA, HCS New Orleans. The first event of the season will be in New Orleans alongside the Gears Pro Circuit with our partners in MLG. It's important to note that the HCS and Gears Pro Circuit tournaments are completely separate, and HCS players will only be required to participate in the HCS tournament. Did people actually think that they'd be required to play in both? Otherwise, why the fuck Uh, would you state that? Okay, here are a few key details for the event. Group play will feature 16 teams. 12 pro teams will be qualified from around the world. Eight from North America, two from the EU, one from uh, Australia, New Zealand, and one from Latin America, Mexico, and receive travel and lodging support. Four teams will come from the open bracket. Teams will be seeded by HCS pro points gathered on game battles, ladders, and 2K tournaments. Open and championship brackets will be double elimination format. Fucking dope. Group play and open bracket will feature best of five matches. Championship bracket will feature best of five and best of seven matches. With New Orleans being the first major event since the Halo World Championship 2018 finals, we wanted to ensure that teams are recognized for their performance last season, given opportunities to make roster changes, but also rewarded more for performance at a live event rather than just online play. Like Orlando, we'll be grandfathering teams from the prior season's performance, but this time it'll be the top eight teams from the Halo World Championship finals that took place in April. So the grandfathered teams, and I don't know how this is actually going to work out, considering some of the changes that took place well um if you read down below there are some qualifiers for being grandfathered in so okay. we'll get there so grandfather teams include splice tox gaming envious who are no longer in there reciprocity renegades elevate infused which no longer appear that they're in there and straight ribbon these grandfather teams will gain automatic entry into group play at New Orleans, but will be seeded by HCS Pro Points gathered in the weeks leading up to the events. For teams to retain their grandfathered spot, they must retain three out of the four players, which means a lot of these teams are no longer a part of that anymore. All teams, including grandfather teams, much purchase, must purchase a team pass to register their roster on Team Builder. Pool play teams will be refunded after they've qualified by the roster lock dates. And grandfather teams must complete their roster on Team Builder by June 25th, a.k.a. the day we are recording, by 6 p.m. EDT. Any so, re- oh, go ahead. I was going to say, so going back to that list, that means Envious is out, Reciprocity is out, Renegades, I believe, only has two players carrying over. Yep, Renegades is out. Yep, Elevate's out. Yep, Infuse is out. out. And Straight, Straight Ripping is... is... Oh, wait. Nemesis destroyed and oh, is Rami still with them? Out, they're out. Straight Ripping is out. So only Splice and Tox are going to be grandfathered in for this next. 
and based off of the 2K results, maybe it didn't fucking matter. Yeah. This is the first one, though, so we'll see what happens. Any remaining spots in group play will be filled by teams based on points totaled gathered online. All pool play teams must complete their roster on Team Builder by July 2nd, and all open bracket teams must complete their roster on Team Builder by July 9th. HCS London. On September 14th through the 16th, the HCS community will head into London, where Gfinity will host the first ever global open event on international soil. The format for this tournament will be very similar to New Orleans, featuring a 16-team group stage and open bracket, as well as a final championship bracket to crown the champion. Some key differences are... Six teams from North America will receive travel and hotel coverage, rather than eight for New Orleans, as this is now on European soil. And four teams from Europe will, tra- will receive travel and hotel coverage, rather than just two for New Orleans. A team from Latin America and a team from Australia and New Zealand will still receive travel coverage for this event. Good to see. HCS 2018 Finals. While more details are on the way for the HCS 2018 Finals, we can confirm that it will be an open event, much like the Summer and Fall 2017 Finals from last year. This means that while players will be invited to the group stage based on their placings throughout the season, any teams from around the world can compete. Stay tuned for more information. Oh, last but not least, the series layout. In order to accommodate the addition of Oddball to the competitive rotation, we're also updating how series layouts are built in order to provide a balanced approach to each series while also ensuring that teams are playing each mode as they progress through a tournament. So the best of threes will consist of... Game 1 will be an objective, therefore CTF strongholds are Oddball. Game 2 will be Slayer, and Game 3 will be another objective, strongholds, Oddball, CTF. Best of fives will be Game 1's objective, CTF... Strongholds, Oddball. Game 2 is Slayer. Game 3 is Objective, Strongholds, Oddball, CTF. Game 4 is Objective, Oddball, CTF, Strongholds. Game 5 is Slayer. And for Best of 7s, for Game 1, it'll be Objective, CTF, Strongholds, Oddball. Game 2 is Slayer. Game 3 is an Objective, Strongholds, Oddball, CTF. Game 4 is Objective, Oddball, CTF, Strongholds. Game 5 is Slayer. Game 6, Objective, CTF, Strongholds, Oddball. Game 7, Slayer. So a couple things that I want to point out from this. So they have, you said them in, in a specific order. Yes. They have them listed in a specific order. Correct. Does that mean that the first one is most likely going to happen or? Yeah. So like, let's say, this is how I read this, right? Game For uh, the best of sevens. Yep. Game 1's objective. They say CTF first. Mm-hmm. Therefore, we say game one's a CTF, game two's a Slayer, game three would then be a Strongholds. Yep. Game four would then be an Oddball, game five would be Slayer, game six would then be a CTF, game seven be Slayer. Okay. So let's go through the other rotation. So, okay, so otherwise it could be Strongholds, Oddball, CTF, Strongholds. Correct. Whatever that first one is, I imagine it just keeps going in that rotation. Makes sense. Okay. Okay. Another thing I wanted to point out. Yes. Games are decided by Slayer if it goes to the final game. Good shit. Yeah. I think they're the most intense matches. I think they're the most uh, um, crowd-pleasing matches, I guess you could say, with uh, um, matches usually going down to the wire with the uh, high-caliber teams. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. Game hopefully 7 Slayer. Oh. Hopefully there's not a controller disconnect. Oh. <laughs> Spartan, I'm sorry, dude. Rubbing the salt in the wound. Little I'm bit. just kidding, man. 
You're a phenomenal player. You already know you are. Um, the 2018 season of the Halo Championship Series will not only see an updated competitive gameplay landscape, but also an updated format for the league itself. Will Splice be able to continue their dominance, or will another team be able to topple the Kings? The action starts later this month. For all the latest on the Halo Championship Series, be sure to follow at HCS on Twitter and keep it locked to Halo.gg. Will? Yeah. That does it for the news. That's it, man. That's it. Made it through. What do we got for scrims? All right. So last week we went through scrims. We went into detail probably more than we should have. So we're going to keep it brief today for you. Um, On Tuesday, June 19th, we had Reciprocity versus Heart of the Cards. That was a series score of 11 to 3 in favor of Reciprocity. They obviously showed dominance with that score. GG's to them. Next, we had Tox versus Renegades which was a 9-4 to four in favor of Renegades. Tox, what you doing? That's, uh, I was, I'm surprised to see that. It's, I am too. It, they seem incons- inconsistent. We've seen them perform poorly against some of these uh, teams that haven't shown to be as high caliber as Tox. We've seen them do really well. So I, I just don't know what's going on. It's funny to see them. Uh, you can take this both ways, right? It's, in my mind, it's funny to see them struggle against this Renegade squad, considering Tox have been the ones that have stayed together for so long. Therefore, you'd think they already have that chemistry down packed. Mm-hmm. But then the other part of me thinks that with this new Renegades lineup, they're like they might be reinvigorated, right? Sure. So maybe Tox are becoming complacent. Maybe this is just a fucking scrim. So who cares? Yep. Yeah, it's so hard to read off of scrims. But, it really is. But yeah, um, it could be that Tox has been together for so long that everyone knows their strats by now it's true maybe they need to change things up a bit maybe anyway josh uh do you want to take wednesday sure i'll take wednesday for wednesday june 20th we had the crowd pleasers going up against anything's possible it was 10 to 4 going to anything's possible not even close fung four went up against elevate six two elevate not really surprising there either lux gaming going up against berserker gaming Nine to five Lux Gaming. Nice. Very nice. And last but not least, we have the online warriors going up against placeholder. This one was a doozy. Twelve to three placeholder. Hmm. Online warriors not really be able to do much in that scenario, it looks like. Alright. And Thursday, June twenty-first, we had Tox face off against Heart of the Cards, and that series was six two in favor of Tox. Um, we then had Elevate versus Anything's Possible, which was a 8-7 series. Very close, going to Elevate. Very close. Um, Lux Gaming versus Crowd Pleasers as well. Um, looks like to be a two-game series going to Crowd Pleasers 2-0. So um, I guess it's hard to say anything off of that because it was only two games. Yeah. Um, we then had Mocket Esports face off against Authority EU, which was a 9-4 going to Authority. Good for them. Um, what else here? Online Warriors versus Express Yourself. Uh, nine to six going to Online Warriors. That was closer. A little bit closer, yes. Um, Tox versus Reciprocity for a series score of nine to four to Tox. Tox bringing it back. Bringing it back there a little bit. Yep. Um, Renegades versus Elevate was an 11 to four series going to Renegades. So they dominated. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Renegades are starting to prove themselves a little bit here. A little bit. Yep. Little so bit. we'll see if that carries them through. For Friday, June 22nd, we had Lux Gaming going up against Crowd Pleasers. Close one, 8-7, going to Crowd Pleasers. Good for them. 
Express yourself going up against placeholder. 6-3 placeholder. Then we had Mocket Esports going up against the Online Warriors. 5-2 Online Warriors. Reciprocity versus Heart of the Cards. 6-2 Reciprocity. And last but not least, we have the Crowd Pleasers going up against Elevate. This is another very short series. 2-1 going to Elevate. That's all I got. That's it for scrims. Should we get into some tournament recaps, Will? Let's do it, Josh. So we have a lot to cover here. Yeah. Um. So th- as we've talked about before, the first online 2Ks happened over the weekend. We're going to get to that shortly. But first, we have some other community tournaments to talk about real quick. First and foremost, the Halo Wars Champions League. The finals for season two or season one. Oh, fuck. Am I getting it wrong? They took place over the weekend. First place going to Mike Beeston, who won a Halo loot box, a limited edition one out of 200 Halo Wars 2 signed poster by 343 employees, and a very cool um, prize, a balance change request for the game. What? So he gets to request a balance change within Halo Wars 2. How fucking cool is that? That's pretty awesome. You can kind of put your own mark on the game. Yeah. As long as it gets included. Yeah. Um, It is just a request. Exactly. And then second place went to Almirante99, who took home a Halo loot box as well. The bracket will be included in the show notes, but the big thing to note here, Mike Beeston went straight beast mode. Pun intended. He won two back-to-back seven-game series to win the finals. He came from the loser's bracket. He then. did. Wow. He won back-to-back seven-game series. It went to a game 14. And he won. Jesus. Yup. Perseverance. That's bonkers. He did great. Congratulations to Mike Beeson. Winning that. That's what I got. Next up, the Focus Fire did not have a tournament last week. Plans to have a tournament on Wednesday, free-for-all. Go ahead and register. Then we had the Astro Spartans June $500 free-for-all. First place going to King Urban. Again, taking all $500. Bracket will be included. Okay, I got I got some free-for-all news. You got some free-for-all news? So when I started playing Halo 5. Oh, this is what you're going to... Oh, it's what you I told was, me. I was a... I was a gold player, which is, it's, it's where I started, okay? It's Wait, my first Halo game. We're getting, we're getting like a, a look back. Yeah. Into Will's Halo career. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I always wanted to work on that, obviously, bring it up. Yeah. I played a lot of Team Arena, Team Slayer, recent, most recently the HCS playlist I've been into. But I jumped into some free-for-all this last week. And won my first ever free for all game. Congratulations. And I placed plat six in the playlist just under diamond, which I've never been anywhere near diamond before. So Time to I get was, diamond, boy. I'm working on it. So Hell yeah. My first diamond would be insane for me. It'd be a huge accomplishment. Fuck yeah. So I've been I've been I've been rolling in some free for all. And it's I think it's really helped my game because in free for all you realize where the spawns are more often because yeah. it's happening more. Yep. Um where people will be coming from on the map, I think it's just going to, I think it's improving my overall game and I'm really excited for it. So congratulations for one. Yeah. Two, everybody send your good vibes to will get him into that diamond. (laughs) 
And three, if you're wondering on like, so we, we, we pimp him out all the time, but vetoed, for example, right? Yeah. If you watch his YouTube videos, he talks in depth about, um, paying attention to spawns and what he, where, like, and paying attention to death cams, because if you pay attention to a death cam, you can find where people are going to go. Yeah. Therefore you can anticipate that upon spawn and work your way either over there or try to get a flank on. Sure. So definitely things to pay attention to, but congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Sorry to break into your tournament recap. Hey, but. free for all is free for all, my man. And you know what? Talk about some Europa Halo. All right. So Europa Halo Champions League. We had the bracket round two happen here. The final match of the round two. Fine. Okay. Yep. So we had Aerox versus Invalid White, which was a 4-0 to Aerox. Which is exactly what we predicted what we to predicted. happen. That's Yep. Yep. So that final match finally took place. Then we're jumping into bracket round three, the semifinals. So we had Mocket face off against Old Mates. It was a 4-0 to Mocket. It's exactly what we predicted. All right. And then we had Aerox versus Skitlight. So a 4-2 Aerox, which you predicted. Well, we I thought it was going to be a 4-0, but yes, we predicted Aerox was going to win that regardless. Yeah. So now what do we have? It's Mocket versus... Aerox. What do you think's gonna we already said last week, I I think yeah, last week we already said what our predictions were, but for all intents and purposes, let's state it again. Who do you think is M- gonna win? Mocket's gonna take it. Yes. Me I, I believe the same thing. Um especially considering Aerox lost two games to Skitlight. Yeah. That really makes me believe that Mocket have another control, they'll be able to take it home, and that's what's gonna be that. But we'll just have to wait for that stream to happen. Next up. We have some pro battle league information. First and foremost, we had the round one matches complete. So first and foremost, we had the LA Legion, which are the fourth seed, go up against the St. Louis Sentinels, which are the fifth seed. Will, we were wrong. We were very wrong. We were very wrong. For all intents and purposes, LA got 4-0'd, but let's get into the actual games real quick. Game 1 was CTF on Coliseum, a close one, 3-2 going to St. Louis. Game 2 was Slayer on Plaza, 50-35 going to St. Louis. And the train wreck just keeps going from there. Game 3, Strongholds on the Rig, 100-56 going to St. Louis. And Game 4 was Oddball on Eden, 200-46 going to St. Louis. LA, what happened? Something. Did not all your players show up? Oh what? my god. Oh, it was, I don't know. Our prediction was so wrong. Hey, yeah. But yeah. you know what? That's good. It's good. We always talk how we want to see these upsets because it just creates for a more... Um, intense environment, a more competitive environment, and I, I like it. I like to see it. Now, it's not what I expected. I don't know if anything happened with that LA Legion roster that made this 4-0 happen in the first place, mm-hmm. but LA Legion were technically seated higher. They were. Therefore, it's like, you know, we would think that they'd win this, but whatever. Um, then we had the Atlanta Zenith, which is the third seed going up against the Philadelphia Forge, which is the sixth seed. Oh, before I get into this, uh, VOD and stats will be included for that previous series. Check them out. So Atlanta Zenith versus the Philadelphia Forge. Game one, CTF on Coliseum. 3-1 Atlanta. Game two was Slayer on Plaza. 50-42 Atlanta. Game three, strongholds on the rig, 186 
Atlanta. That's that's three zero. We're scared, boys. Uh oh. It's best of seven series though, so let's keep going. Game five, CTF on true, three to two. Philadelphia. Just skipped game four. Did I? Yeah. Game four. Oddball on Eden. 200 to 171. Philadelphia. That just means they're back in it. They're back in it, They're boys. just back in it. Game six. Slayer on Refuge. 50 to 38. Philadelphia. We have a game seven. Ladies and gentlemen. Strongholds on Empire. 100 to 25. Wasn't even a close one. Going to Atlanta. Series score is 4-3 to three Atlanta. There's a VOD included. Check it out. You do you, baby boo. <laughs> then we had the Wisconsin Fury, the second seed, going up against the Denver Rangers, the seventh seed. You can already imagine how this one's going to go down because it went down exactly how we predicted. Game 1, CTF on Coliseum, 3-0 Wisconsin. Game 2. Slayer on Plaza. Close one. Closer than I expected. 50-46. to 46. Wisconsin. Game three. Strongholds on the rig. 100-64. Sconce. And game four was Oddball on Eden. Another pretty close one. Another close one, yeah. 180-160. to 160. Sconce. <laughs> Sconce. <laughs> Series score is 4-0. Wisconsin. Stats will be included. Will. Yeah. What do you think of these matches so far? All right. I'm surprised St. Louis is in there. Yeah. But um, GG's to them, I guess. No, exactly. So we got champions bracket round two, which is basically your semifinal matches. Yes. So we have the Houston Vipers, which are the first seed, mm-hmm. going up against the fifth seed, which is the St. Louis Sentinels. What do you think? Do you think St. Louis can upset them? No. Nope. What I'm doing is right now, I'm looking for our bracket. So, stall with me. Okay, here we go. I found it. So, St. Louis, even though they uh, proved themselves against LA, do you think they'll make it a close match against Houston, or do you think Houston's going to steamroll? I want to know the story behind LA and what the fuck happened. Yeah. Because those games weren't close. So I want to know if there was something going on with that LA Legion roster, because yes, I do believe that the St. Louis Sentinels could bring something to Houston, but Houston, there's a reason why they're the number one seed. They've been dominant. Exactly. So it's hard to, yeah, I would say a 4-1, maybe 4-2 series. But we're saying Houston. For Houston, yes. Okay, so our our predictions are going to remain the same here. Yes, I would say so. Cool. So, the ne- <laughs> ah fuck, the next one we had, we were wrong again. Yeah, with Atlanta beating Philly, we thought Philly were gonna win. We're just we're yep, we're garbage. You we know, we are garbage. At we're just this. so bad. Is it because HCS? Everything goes how it's supposed to go. The no- Splice was the number one seed. They walked their way to the top. Tox came in yeah. second. I mean, you have some discrepancy at the 3-4, but usually it's, it was reciprocity and envy locking those spots down. Um, this is a little bit more... Uh, this is a little different. I mean, technically, we did have our upset, but it wasn't the one we thought it was going to be. Right. So we thought Philly was going to win over Atlanta. That obviously didn't happen. But... We thought that the upset was going to be... Well, actually, that's what we thought the upset was going to be. 
Because yep, LA yep. Legion were a better seed than St. Louis. Yep. And they didn't win. So what are you going to do? We're too wrong so far. But that doesn't mean our finals could be wrong. What do we got for the next matchup? Okay. So Atlanta Zenith versus Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin's going to take that 4-0. You think a 4-0? Yeah. Well, we're going hot now. Okay. <laughs> I think it's going to be a lot closer than that. Um, And you know what? I'm going to go the polar opposite of you. I think it's going to be a game seven. 4-3. Yep. I think it's going to be a 4-3, but Wisconsin is still going to win. All right. Moving forward. Wisconsin versus Houston. Houston. I think it's going to be a 4-3 Wisconsin. So we're still agreeing that Wisconsin are going to win the whole thing. I think Wisconsin's going to win the whole thing. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm going to agree with you on the on the game seven. So okay. yeah, we'll say 4-3 Wisconsin. Cool. So we've, we got two predictions completely wrong before, but that's okay because our finals are still on track. Watch watch Houston just whoop Wisconsin without us realizing it. And we're just going to be completely wrong again. I'm going to be crying. I'll just be straight up fucking crying. <laughs> we're, out, we're done predicting. We're just going to read the stats. Oh my God. Um. Okay. So now... I don't want to talk about this a lot because there's a YouTube video along with this and I'm not fully knowledgeable in this space. Therefore, I don't want to give incorrect information. But something very, very cool that has happened. Pro Battle League has officially partnered with Linda X to launch their very own cryptocurrency. It is called Battle Token. I'll include the link to the site along with the YouTube video in the show notes. You can go and check it out yourself. But I'm going to leave it at that. There's a lot of information to get into here. And we could probably talk about it next week. But I'm not very knowledgeable in the crypto space. I don't want to give incorrect information. I'm not that type of person. If you want to learn more about it, check out the links that we include. That'll be that. Yep, I'm on their website right now. And it looks like there's a, there's a lot of... A lot more information there than we would be able to give out. Please check out the website. I'm just not informed enough to talk about it. Yeah, same here. Could definitely be a cool move, though. Yep. I hope it all pans out. From from what I'm seeing, a short little thing here is you can use it to buy custom skins. You can use it to wager people online with. There you go. That kind of gets iffy on the legality of online gambling but like cryptocurrency we we don't know a lot about it we don't know so we know it's a very volatile space as well so like i said i hope everything works out yeah you can read up about it and watch the video that we include in the show notes i will probably i will be doing the same i'll be watching it i need to know while i was in the bathroom all night last night i watched half of the video (laughs) because it's like two in the morning and i was tired and my stomach hurt all right. Let's, <laughs> Will. let's move on to that. Will. <laughs> it wouldn't be an HTS Pro Talk episode with a little bit of rambling. Yep. Rambling about pooping. So, Will, we got the two Ks that happened over the weekend. Yeah. Give us the scoop on Latin America, Mexico. So, Latin America, Mexico looks like we had technology win first place taking home 350 bucks and 2000 pro points second place was berserker esports 150 bucks and 1200 pro points third and fourth was against the wind 800 points bracket will be included there are only three teams that competed so they <laughs> there you go <laughs> third fourth goes to one team congratulations all right what is it australia new zealand yes 
Um, first place went to Easy Trip. They got that 500 bucks and the juicy 2,000 pro points. And second place went to Please Not Easy Trip for first round. <laughs> <laughs> for 250 bucks and 1,200 pro points. In third and fourth, we had Reload Esports 800 pro points and Mortal Gaming taking home that 800 pro points as well. And again, only four teams competed in that tournament. Therefore, there are four teams listed. All right. We then had some EU game battles take place. First place went to He Misses the Backsmack. 750 bucks and 2,000 pro points. Second place, Chalks 2K Team. 250 bucks, 1,200 pro points. In third and fourth, we had Petus Tan and Pirates taking home 800 pro points. And all getting 5th, 6th, and 7th, 8th. For 600 pro points was invalid, mock it, express yourself, and final stage. Josh, you want to take, uh, yeah, take the NA. Okay. Let them drop some knowledge on them. <laughs> drop some fucking knowledge. Let's get into it. Okay. Here's where the upsets happen. To see this happen, I was dumbfounded in a great way. All right, I was not expecting this to happen. I don't think any fucking person was expecting this to happen. Let's get into it. The first semifinals match was Tox going up against Team Reciprocity. Game one was Strongholds on Eden. 100-15 Reciprocity. Game two, Slayer on Truth. 50-41 Reciprocity. Game three was Oddball on Echelon. 176 to 125 going to Tox. Game four, capture the flag on refuge. Two to two tie, which resulted in a full replay. Therefore, game five or game four again, capture the flag on refuge. Three to one, reciprocity. Reciprocity wins the series with a score of three to one and knocks Tox out of the tournament. Damn. Were you waiting for that? For you to finish? No, for like that, to you to do that? No, oh my I just God. thought of it. It just came into my head. I'm sorry. I apologize. It, Let's, you know what? What? If you thought that one was fucking weird, check out the next one. The next semifinals match was Splice going up against Renegades. Game one was Strongholds on Eden, 136 Splice, showing their absolute dominance as always. Game two, though. Slayer on Truth, 50 to 45, Renegades. Close game. Game three was Oddball on Echelon, 190 to 118, again going to Renegades. Game four, CTF on Refuge, 2 to 1, Splice. It's going to be a game five. Slayer on the Rig, and in convincing fashion, 50 to 36 to Renegades. Renegades wins 3 to 2 and knocks Splice out of the tournament. Yeah. What the fuck? Exactly, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> what what was uh Splice only playing with three members or what? <laughs> That's not normal at all. It means their two V twos weren't working out so I hot. Guess, I guess not. We're not seeing them any scrims, so maybe and, this maybe hopefully that'll mean that they'll scrim. I think they need that need practice on probably the oddball games because i don't know how you can do well in 2v2 setting up oddball like i don't i don't know all right i just i, I just want to see him in scrims i want to see how they do in scrims but 
the granddaddy of them all, the grand finals, Team Reciprocity going up against the Renegades. Game one was Oddball on Fisher, 179 to 138 Reciprocity. Game two was Slayer on Plaza, 50 to 35 Reciprocity, convincing win. Game three was Capture the Flag on Coliseum, 3 to 2, close game going to Renegades. They're back in it. But game four, Strongholds on Plaza, 100 to 28. Reciprocity cleaning up shop, winning the series 3-1, and winning the first 2K in the books. If I recall, the World Championship didn't Envy push into the finals and Tox drop as well. I think it was uh, Splice took first, Envy took second. No, it was Tox took second. Tox took second in that first In the finals, yep. Oh, and Splice, so Splice got third. Wait, what are, we t- what are we talking about? Not in the grand finals. In the first game battles tournament that took place for the world championship. Oh, God. I don't fucking so, remember. So, yep. I, um, Spl- It was Splice versus Envy. I think Tox got knocked out, knocked out third, fourth. And it was kind of a seeding thing, but they had this more in place based off of last season's results. So, um, maybe it's just Tox and Splice getting into the groove of things because they turned up after that last year. And then wasn't it at Orlando or something that um, Stellar was sick? Yeah. So they lost one of their group play matches or some shit? Yep. So seeding kind of got messed up there too. Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to make it all come back right now. Yep. So um, um, this is just the first one. I'll be, yeah. uh, I'll, I want to see what happens moving forward, but yep. Um, I'm glad to see Reciprocity push in. Oh, fuck yeah. And take it away from Toxin Splice. I'm also happy to see Renegades be in there, too. Yeah, because they have, I mean, they have some damn good players. It's good to see them be at the top. 100%. So good to see some other people at the top of the leaderboard there. But again, running through it, first place, Team Reciprocity taking home 1500 bucks and 2000 pro points. Second place going to Renegades, $500 and 1200 pro points. Third, fourth was Splice and Tox taking home 800 points. Fifth through eighth, taking home 600 points, was Fortnite Team, a.k.a. Straight Rippin'. Elevate. Heart of the Cards, and Three Old Men and a Moose. I like that you changed the name. Yeah, I like that I changed the name, too. You guys got to change your name. Um, Bracket will be included as well. You can go ahead and check it out. And then, also, I I already said it. Ryan Oob shouted you out before. I'm shouting you out again real quick. He, um, he, quote-unquote, casted the grand finals of that 2K. Oh, so I'll include the YouTube playlist. You can go and check those out. It's fucking great to hear his commentary over considering he's a pro player. You know, he knows what the fuck he's talking about. That's awesome. It is awesome. Okay. Should we get into it? Let's get into our next segment. Should Sprint be in Halo 5? We posed this question last week on Twitter. In the Twitter sphere. In the Twitter sphere. And guess what? We had an actual pretty good turnaround for it. Yeah, we got 115 votes. Yes, we did. You want to run through the results real quick? Yeah, yeah. So 30% still want Sprint. 36% says no Sprint. 31 would like the increased default speed with no Sprint, right? Correct. No Sprint. And then 3% said other. Right. So I said other, like leave a comment on what you would want besides these three options. Yep. But it was really just people reiterating on why they want Sprint or don't want Sprint. So take that as what you will. Either way, pretty fucking close. Yeah. And I don't want to shit 
on this person, but this person commented on the poll and said, um, I think he, he said something to the back the fact, like, I wonder why so many people are still for Sprint. And it's like, because people have other opinions. Right. Like, come on. Don't be so naive. It's not, it's not what every person wants, right? Not everybody hates Sprint. Not mm-hmm. everybody loves Sprint. It's, there's a far bigger breadth of people that play Halo out there that than just the competitive scene. Sure. Yep. They, there's a shit ton of people out there that still play Warzone. We see the matchmaking population yeah. um, information all the time. Yeah. People still play Warzone. A lot of casual people still play Warzone. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I, I jump in there if I'm looking for rec points. Yeah, there you go. So Fuck it. Um... This just means to me that we don't have a uh, concrete answer as to whether we want sprint or no sprint. I see the I see the reasonings on both sides. Yep. And we've already heard what I wanted. I just want Halo to feel faster. I go back and I play that Halo Three throwback playlist in Halo Five, and it's fucking slow, like fucking slow. If when you're playing CTF on fucking isolation. It's a disaster. (laughs) If you're not in a vehicle, if you're not in a mongoose or a ghost, you're fucking just uh, trudging along. Fuck that. I don't want to feel like that anymore in a Halo game. You can limit my sprint. You can increase my default movement speed. I don't give a shit. Just make it feel faster. Yep. And we always speak to that. If you're sprinting, your shields aren't coming back. Right. So it's, I mean. There's a detriment to sprinting. Yeah. Yeah. And there's also, um, you could call it weapon draw time, but if you're sprinting and you see someone, it takes a second for your pistol to come back up. It is true. You're not shooting right away. So, I mean, you can choose to use it or not. It's very true. It's very true. So, I don't really have much else to talk about in regards to this segment. I just wanted to provide those poll results, put them out there, and see what people thought. So, it seems like the jury's still out on, I mean, the community's not totally lean towards one side. No, we're split. It's all split. It's a. It's like. I mean, it's, I mean, you got thirty six, thirty six and thirty one for no sprint to the thirty percent who want just straight up sprint. But the increased default speed would essentially be sprinting without having to sprint. Right. So it's, it mean, wouldn't be as fast as sprinting, and there wouldn't be in the animation of sprinting. You'd just be move. You'd be walking faster. So it's kind of in the middle. Yep. Exactly. So therefore, it's like it. it if you're looking at a pie chart, it's in thirds, right? Yeah. Now. It's, it's straight up in thirds. Which is fine. Like that, I wanted to see this. I wanted to see if there was a clear, definitive reasoning as to people that want sprint or don't. Yep. Like if, if it was like an eighty twenty, I'd be like, okay, well, there we go. We have our most of the people that pay attention to our show either want this or don't want this. But I'm glad. I'm honest to God, glad that we have this much variety in what the people are looking for. Sure. Because we obviously know that they're not going to be able to cater to everyone. Okay, it's yeah. a given. Yep. There's going to be people that are going to be mad. There's going to be people that are going to be happy. I just want more, pe- more people to play Halo. I say it every week. It's true. I want more people to play. So we'll just see what happens. But it's good to see that it's like a fucking 33.3% split amongst everything. All right. So that uh, that brings us to our next question, which is, Josh, should hit markers be in Halo? Now, this could be taken both ways, as in, like, weapon hit markers, as in you shoot somebody and there's a hit marker when you hit a shot. 
mm-hmm. and or grenade hit markers as to when you throw a grenade and if you get a hit marker, you know that you hit the person with your grenade. Mm-hmm. You don't know much. You don't know much damage you did, but you know that it hit them. We will post a poll when this show airs, and we'll have it run through the week so we can gauge interest on this. But what do you think, Will? We have never talked about this specifically. I I like them. Okay. And, and when I play, I like them. I enjoy them. Do you understand why people don't? Because it's, it's not realistic to have the hit markers. True. And also, it completely gives away positioning. Sure. So in a competitive atmosphere, you don't want to give up your positioning. It's they, the Grenade yep. hit markers have never been a thing before. Why have them now? Like, that's where I'm gauging the other part of it from. Sure. Um, I don't see a problem with them. If you hit someone with a grenade, then you know they're there. Right. I mean, if you're throwing one, if you're throwing a grenade that way, you're suspecting someone's there. Um, so you just get the validation that somebody the validation, is there. Which I can see now why. Someone could say, oh, he's just chucking grenades over there to see if someone's there. Exactly. But that's that's part of the game. You deal with it. You, it you is can, part of the game right you, now. Use it to your advantage. Yeah. I, yeah. So, I'd rather just have them. Okay, so you want them. Yeah. Okay. And you know what? Again, I see why people don't like grenade hit markers. I understand. For weapons, it gives me validation that I'm hitting my shots. So yeah, I'll keep them. Yep. I want them to stay. Um... For grenades, that's a hit or miss. No pun intended. But might get a lot of shit for this. I'll keep them too. Fuck it. It's the it's the way the game is played right now. And I know we're talking about in the next Halo and Halo's moving forward, whether or not they should be in there. In which case, yeah, fuck it. I want them. Again, it gives me validation to know that, yes, I am anticipating somebody that is going to be there. Therefore, if I throw a grenade and somebody is there, then are okay, I technically already knew that the person was there, but now I know I can push forward. And that's where I think that issue lies, right? Yep, because you know you can push. Right. But if you just throw a grenade, I also like them for the fact that sometimes a grenade goes off right next to someone and you don't get hit markers. Like maybe you like maybe so something it's not consistent. It, yeah, maybe the grenades aren't as consistent as it should be because you okay. can. There's been times where I'm like, oh, I, I thought that grenade would like for sure hit him. Yeah, and it just doesn't. He gets no da- like I get no hit markers. There's no damage. So there's that aspect of it too. Um, See, and the other thing is like, let's say, so I throw a grenade right, mm-hmm. and it's in a cubby, and I'm expecting somebody to be there, or I think somebody's there on the other team. Hit marker goes off. Okay, I know I can push in. Regardless of the amount of damage that I did, I know I can, like, push it. Yep. The other part of it is, if there weren't hit markers, I think that would put a bigger emphasis on team play. Because, like, you say, hey, I'm nading up here. Watch that area. Right? To see if someone moves. Right. And with grenade hit markers, you don't need to do that. You don't need that team work, necessarily speaking. Yeah. So, like I said, I can see it going both ways. So, in a competitive aspect, I can see why people don't want it. But I mean, if they took them out, I mean, ideal. It's the right. It's just the way see, the game is. Part of me gets frustrated with how much community input gets put into games nowadays. Why can't a game maker just make a game and that's the fucking game you get? Because they're afraid that people aren't going to play that fucking game that they made. 
Well, back back when I first started gaming, <laughs> get back in the. Well, was, we didn't have the internet. Yeah, a game came out, and if it was good, it got word of mouth, and everyone started playing it, and it was good for a reason. True, but now we have ways where, like, we think we know what we want. Yeah, but I, that's what I'm saying. I think the community has too much input. Sure. They try. They like you said. They can't cater to everyone. Right. No, I. I do believe that they should make the game that they have their heart set on making. Yeah. And I wish it all wasn't about money and all that shit. Business is business. We know right. it's about money. Yeah. Okay, everybody knows. Yep. Yep. And you're naive if you don't think that way. But I wish... And that's why I have such a huge fondness for a lot of indie developers out there that do just make their passion projects and what they fully want to make. They dedicate their whole lives to it. They destroy themselves to make what they want to make, but they produce something that is wholly theirs and they don't have to worry about anybody else's input on it because it's their thing. Yeah. Right? With these big AAA titles, Halo, Gears, Call of Duty, whatever it may be, you always have that stigma of having to cater to someone Mm -hmm. and that someone being your stockholder. Like, that's the shitty part about it. Yeah. Right. I I hope to God that they're able to make what they fully want to make. I hope to God that this MCC update th- that comes out is everything everybody wanted. Right? Gets everything back on the right foot. Yeah. We're just going to have to wait and see. But like you said, we can't cater to everybody. Grenade hit markers and weapon hit markers are in the game for a fucking reason and they're there to stay for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I don't see them taking that out of five. No, they no, absolutely not. So, but that's not our question. Our question is whether or not we want them in the next ones. Sure. And yeah, I do. Fuck it. But then, like you said, if they take it out, like if they if they don't have grenade hit markers, we're not going to be mad about it. I wouldn't. Um, I could see there being confusion about maybe some newer gamers who jumped into five and then six, and they're like, "Wait, there used to be hit markers. Now there's not. What's going on?" Sure, but. Um, They're just going to have to learn the new system. Yep. That's all it is. Like we talked about before, like you can't deny the fact that Call of Duty has some of the best shooting in any game. But, and they come out with one every fucking year, every year. But at the same time, every year that they, they add a new iteration, a slight change that changes the core formula of the game. Sometimes it's for the better. Sometimes it's for the worse. The community lets them know. Yeah. And then in the next game, since they're able to churn the fuckers out every single year, they're able to fix that issue that they had with the previous game and make something more than likely better than the last one. With Halo, we don't have that comfort, I guess you could say. We don't have that cushion. Do they need to start turning out more Halo games? No, absolutely not. <laughs> nope. No, I, I agree. The I mean, I'd buy them, but I don't want them to do it. Yeah, I, um, with, with Call of Duty, we kind of talked about how they oversaturated the market a little bit with the advanced movement. Yep. And people kind of grew tired of it. And that's and why then they took it back. That's why World War II was such a huge hit. Right. And then also with Black Ops 4, they're adding more of that movement back in, but not to the extreme that Infinite Warfare had. Right. Right. There's no wall running or anything like that, if I'm not mistaken. And it's just the, their, their whole reasoning behind this is to be boots on the ground, which is what people wanted, but to be more fluid and fast. If they can bring that, I'm not t- I'm not saying bring Call of Duty's mechanics into Halo, because we've already seen that. We don't need more of it. I'm just saying I want to see. It's I just want it to feel faster, and that talks about those sprint thing we talked about earlier. But it doesn't matter anymore. Hit markers, sure, stay. 
we're in agreement on that. Yep. Okay. We'll see what our community says. Yes. And like, like I said, there will be a poll that we release with the episode as well. You can yep. go ahead and vote. Let your voice be heard and we'll talk about it in the next show. Because I'm genuinely excited to see what people say about this one. This one I feel is going to be a little bit more divisive. You think so? Yeah, right. I do think so. All right. We'll just have to wait and see. Or we might get a couple responses like, huh, I never even fucking thought about that being a thing before. See, yeah, I didn't think about it until you brought it up. But, it, I mean, as we get to shout outs here, um, there is somebody that recommended we talk about this who yeah. I want to shout out. So, are we good with that? We're yeah, gonna leave that we'll there? leave it. Leave okay. it. Let us know what you think on Twitter. Perfect. Time for some shout outs. First and foremost, Moses FPS... Because of everything that he does for the community. You know who you are. Here's a link to his Twitter. Check it out. He's fucking amazing. Seriously. Um, next up is Razzed Up Ice. For the idea on creating the Xbox Club for HCS Pro Talk. Will is going to talk about it in the plug section. And I'll leave it at that. So thank you, Razzed Up Ice. Because with the, with the creation of that, we'll have a centralized place for community playdates moving forward. Because we know some people out there don't have Twitter. And don't have Facebook. But you have to have Xbox Live to play Halo. So, there you go. Join it up. Then we have Christian, a.k.a. at XBL underscore numbers underscore V3 on Twitter for recommending the hit marker topic on the show. So, thank you very much, Christian. His gamer tag, or is that that's Twitter? That's Twitter, yep. Makes me think he is a, a, a very numbers guy. He He's very X, well could be. Xbox Live numbers V3. You should follow him on Twitter to find out. There you go. Then we have, we're uh, bringing to you some hot news. Hot off the presses. Read all about it. Halo Podcasts Evolved, a.k.a. Blogging Evolved, a.k.a. at Blog Evolved on Twitter. For creating a brand new lore section over on their website. You can check it out at the link that we'll include in the show notes as well. We had a little private discussion on Twitter. Send us a link to it. Have you checked it out yet? Yeah. It's fucking awesome. pretty sweet. It is fucking sweet. So he said that he might be working on a fix. Uh, There's something else that he might need to be working on. But um, I told him that we don't live stream these recordings. Yep. And that we post on Tuesdays. So So he should should be good to go by the time it's post. He gave us the go ahead to talk about it. So there you go. Fucking check it out. It's awesome to see a centralized hub for lore. Especially when I need a refresher. It's all right there. It's fucking great. I know. I was actually shocked when I... Um, knew about Arbiter's armor over you that <laughs> last yep, week. You I was fucking like, Wait, killed what? me. <laughs> and then also, when you load their website for the first time mm-hmm. and you get that splash screen of this chip being inserted, oh yeah, fucking way cool. <laughs> okay, way fucking cool. So huge shout out to you guys. Will, what do we got for community creations? Wonder Boy breaks down HCS Refuge. Check out the YouTube video included. Um, are you assuming um, what's in the title is exactly what happened? <laughs> it's exactly what happens. But no, he's a caster yep. of the HCS. So it's great to see him break it down. Spawns, weapons, blah, blah, blah. It's really fucking cool. Check out the video. Will, plug the fucking show, please. You can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HCS Pro Talk. Well, we're on Apple iTunes. Leave us a review. Let others know about the show. We are also on Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify coming soon. Still waiting on a response. But are we? Because, ladies and gentlemen, here's your announcement that I've been saving for the end of the fucking show. Got an email today. 
You did. Saying that we are officially on Spotify. No way. But. But. Oh, there's a but. I went to the link and it wasn't live yet. So I got an email saying that we are. Hopefully by the time this episode airs, we will be. But I've been checking all day and we're not yet. Holy but crap. but uh, if we got the approval, maybe it's just um, maybe the RSS feed needs to be sent out again. Could when be. We upload a new episode and it'll all go. So I'm thinking. Because guess what else? What? When you keep going down the line, I'll say the other thing. Keep going, Will. Oh, God. Join the Xbox Club uh, to be a part of those community play dates. Um, just search for HCS Pro Talk. You can find us on Twitter at twitter.com slash HCS Pro Talk. We have an Instagram at HCS Pro Talk. What about our Spartan company? I skipped the line. We have a Spartan company, which you can join at halowaypoint.com. We have a Facebook, doc, you know, HDS Pro Talk. I'm starting to fumble my words. We have a YouTube, um, youtube.com slash channel slash a bunch of letters and numbers. Link will be included. Which episode 25 is on, by the way? We have YouTube content. Yep. Episode 25 is officially on the YouTube channel, which means the thing worked. I didn't have to change anything. So new episodes will automatically podcast. I mean, I'll publish on the YouTube. Not old ones, though. Just a heads up. Okay. So, yeah. And then if you want to follow us on Twitch for whatever reason that we might be on there someday, uh, twitch.tv slash HCSProTalk. Any last words, Josh? I was so fucking stoked to get that email today. You have no idea. You've been wanting that for a long time. I was so tempted to call you, but I'm like, I can't. I need to wait because I, I was refreshing so often to see if it went live. Because I'm like, I'm not going to tell him if it didn't fucking go live. Yeah. But then I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to say it during the recording because it's going to be live eventually. I got the email saying it's there. Why isn't it fucking there yet? <laughs> so um, will all episodes going back to episode one be on Spotify? I would imagine so because it's just taken from the RSS feed. Sweet. Yep. I would imagine. Oh, <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm, I'm so excited. <laughs> yep. Um, and then I was really happy to see that the YouTube video got published as well. Yeah. These are um, some, these are some milestones for us guys. And right. Now the quality. Wanna, yeah. The quality on the YouTube video is at 360p because it, it's just the audio. Like yeah. it, it takes a splash image of Podbean's website and sure. puts it as the thumbnail. So whatever. It, it doesn't look good, but it's a fucking audio show. So it's not meant to look good. It sounds fine. Yeah. Just a heads up. In case you were hoping for that video content, it's not there. <laughs> it's just the audio it file still. It's just the audio but file. But we're there. We are. This yep. is, we are officially there. This is awesome. It is I want to take awesome. the time to thank the listeners for uh, for tuning in each week. You know what? I'm going to do one up from that. Oh, God. Here we go. So, I haven't told you this either. Okay? Here's another fucking special surprise for you. Josh coming out with the surprises this week. Hopefully you stayed through the rambling part of our show. <laughs> so, we don't talk about numbers very often okay because realistically they don't matter okay we we do this show for those who listen right yeah but i'm not going to say i don't i don't look at analytics every week because i do look at analytics every week because i just want to gauge how we're doing right yep i am proud to say that as of actually last week episode 25 is our first episode that hit over 100 downloads yay and um we know episode 24 was episode 24 as of last week. That was our Halo Infinite show. Yep. Um, 
that was the first show to break over 100 downloads. And episode 25 is close to being that as well. So thank you guys very much. It's fucking awesome. It's amazing. Yeah, there's not much else I can say about that. And then like it really is awesome to see that that you guys do listen and you guys care. Because we enjoy making this show for you guys every week. And also, um, just a thank you to everybody that replies to the poll on the polls on Twitter, that talks to us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Xbox Live messages, wherever the fuck it may be. It's just really fucking cool to talk to you guys, and thanks. Yeah. That's that's all I really got. Just like it's a humbling experience a right now. Bit, it is. Yeah, it feels really good. And also to the fucking fucking a i'm such an asshole hold on hold on josh is ramble 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 <laughs> josh is frantically searching on his computer for something he forgot i am because like i, I didn't plan any of this out i just yeah this end part was just my ass. Uh, um to Traxeline over on itunes and then of, of course smirking martian and fruit cup pgl thank you guys for leaving us the reviews on itunes yeah those are always great to see. They really are. Like, fucking... And leave us criticism as well. Like... Sure. But seriously, it's so fucking awesome to see those reviews. Thank you, guys. Holy fuck. Um, I'm not gonna cry. I don't cry. But, like, it feels really good. It does. Yeah. I got a big grin on my face. I don't... So do I. Like, it just feels really good. Um, Okay, we're gloating at this point. We need to fucking stop. But thanking the listeners, too, for getting us there. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Do we have anything else to talk about before we end this motherfucker? We should wrap up the show. All right. Let's wrap it up. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for episode 26, our half-year episode of HCS Pro Talk. We want to thank you very much for listening. And uh, we'll catch you next week, where we talk about our poll results, among other things. But until then, bye bye